Okay, here we go, episode 5 of the official Arbroath FC podcast. The usual suspects are with me tonight. To my right, Jamie Cadman. How are we doing, Jamie? Hello, great. Looking forward to tonight. <sighs> to my left, the glorious Farmer. How are we doing, Farmer? Fantastic, guys. Nice to see you all. And, of course, the man of the moment, the testimonial season, Sir Bobby Lynn. How are yeah, we doing, sir? Excited to be here. Um... I've watched a couple of episodes. I'm sorry about it. Um, That's why our viewers are up to two. (laughs) So just a bit anxious, a bit nervous. Um, There's a first for everything, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a bit of banter tonight, a good bit of chat, um, and we'll see where we'll go with it, yeah. You think you'll manage to last the pace? Because it does normally last about an hour, Bobby. That's all right. Don't run for that long. I was waiting on that one, but nah, no worries. Since he started that way, I'm going to take it yeah. another way. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday yesterday. Thank you. So, Thank you. Big man's birthday. I, he never texts me or anything, yeah. just to let you know. But I ate your cake. Just, uh, Big man's birthday on yeah, Sunday. It was your birthday last week, yeah. Why didn't you do a pod last week? <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a happy birthday. I didn't want to tell Bobby happy birthday because I didn't think he needed a reminder about it because it's much in 37 now. 23. 23, so... He's young, 37th though. Yeah, actually. You know how VAR's coming into football? Uh-huh. Okay, have you, have you now heard that there's a VAR as well? That's, that's, here we go. Is you? Apparently you are now called the voice of reason. Did you see that? No. On Facebook? No. Arbroath Football Club wished you a happy birthday. So you're bringing up your birthday, that's why I'm bringing this up now. Aye. And they said, we've thought about you, and he's also the voice of reason on the Smokies and Wine podcast. V-O-R. Yep. You're, you're the voice oh, of reason. Vor. <laughs> there you Can go. Can I get a t-shirt and be Vor? No. No. <laughs> you're getting nine. Okay. What have we got? Me. No, we just got Fermer. <laughs> the voice of reason. Anyway, usual script. We'll review the games that we that have been since the last time. Some uh, some lows, some highs. Two games were Cove uh, and Dundee. We're going to have to start whether we like it or not. Start with the Cove game. Aye, well, uh, disappointing. Either way up there for hospitality, hoping to uh, let them hear a wee bit of cheer on that. Wasn't our best game to be fair. Probably as bad a game as we've had for a for a fair while. Uh, but you get these things, it happens. Uh, I'm struggling to get a positive out of it, uh, to, be, to be fair. I, I'm going to be honest, positive was we only got beat 2-0. Aye. Uh, apart from that, and I'm never want to bring up individual performances, uh, but I thought that we were lacking a little bit, and you can't, I'm no slagging the players or anything, but we were lacking a little bit of a grit and determination, which I've seen us normally get. But sometimes this happens, and there's not much mm. you can do about it. Cove! weren't particularly good uh, but in fairness as we said they were better than us when I was ah, we yeah. probably without wanting to be too, too bad about it we probably made them look better than they are aye. Um, when something like that happens we've had an off day okay what, what's it like in, in the changing room afterwards Bobby um, I think what I said was probably spot on um, from, from where he's seen the game from us as players since I've been here we know that the Cove game wasn't good enough, um, and for whatever reason, um, that that's that's the performance that was put in. Um, but again, as you come off and as a collective effort, we know that's not good enough. That's not us, and that's not the way that we go about our business. And we were the first ones to hold our hands up to fans to see that they travel up, and we know how honest they are, and they've gave us their back. And you just have to look at the Dundee game; they came back out in the numbers, and. Uh, that was a sore one for everybody that day, but I felt 
when that sort of thing happens, you just the only thing you could do is react, get back in training, work hard that week as a group. Uh, the senior words speak speak to the boys, see what we'll see what the issues are if there's are if there is any, and just everybody get their head down and muck in and work together, and then we got a good week's training, and it was a good week's training. We knew that it wasn't good enough, and I felt the way we started the Dundee game showed that we were right up for it. Um, but that that should be the minimum of every week. Yeah. So nobody could put their finger on the Cove game, why it happened. It was just put it down. You as can't. A blunt. Like there's opinions in football. Fans yeah. sit and watch the game. Players play in the game. Um, again, I felt we made them look better than they were. No disrespect to them. Um, I know how we can play, but we just weren't at it. And and sometimes you get afternoons like that. But there's not been many since I've been here like yeah. that. But especially under the manager. Um, I think you would probably see that as well. So probably questions were asked of us um, and we had to go away and, as I said, work hard. And I felt Saturday passed against Dundee, we put in a better performance, a spirited performance, a more together performance. Um, unlucky not to get the win. But uh, games like the Cove, you need to react and, and try and move on from them. Don't let that happen again. I think that's what happens when you get beat. As long as the players look as though they're at it mm -hmm. you know if they're not trying mm -hmm. and that's what gets fans mm -hmm. you know upset and yeah. shouting abuse mm -hmm. but I think Arbroath you're right mm -hmm. over, I think over the years it's like I, they've always been at it I don't think at the Cove game there was it was players not trying I think in the situation we're in at the moment maybe a lack of confidence a lack of self-belief maybe to last year that extra 10 yards you would go yeah. you would press you would take that man on, you would hit that shot. Um, when you're down there, you do you do feel it as players, you do. You're, you, the confidence can go, you, you can question yourself, but all I can say about that game is, as players, it's not good enough, and we, and we know that. Um, and as I said to you, all we can do is react, and I felt we did react. And Gayfield had a good positive vibe Saturday. I felt we've kind of got all together again, and we're looking forward to Friday now. Is there a need in the Dundee game when you know collectively you've all got to bounce back? Is there a big need for a huge team talk, or is it one of those ones that you all know we need to get at it? No, I, th I think as fans you know yourself. You come to the game and think, well, we'll be expecting better than last week. Um, and as players coming back to Gayfield, I think you gain that confidence. You could kind of relax being at home, um, and then when you're doing your warm up, you could see the type of crowd, and it gives you that extra edge. But we were always going to react to the game, the Cove game, because again, we knew it wasn't good enough as, as players. And I felt it was, it was a much better performance against Dundee. And, and, and I do feel we were unlucky. I felt we could have definitely have got the win. I agree. And, and, and unlucky not to get the win. So I, th I think what you're saying there about the Dundee game as well, the Dundee game, everybody, put a, they always put in a performance, but everybody put in a kind of a minimum 8 out of 10 yeah. actual mm -hmm. level of skill performance whereas in the the Cove game they might have put in uh, a, bit, a bit of effort or whatever but sometimes if it doesn't go for you it doesn't go again you, you try to trap a ball and it rolls under your leg you're going to put your fifth out it knocks it out for a throw in or something on Saturday everything was going when, yeah. they, when they passed the bar it landed at the player's feet father were whitting it if they try to tuck someone on it, they did it uh, and, and I think it was, it was a great game on, on Saturday for, for me looking at performances again a couple of performances really stand out I mean we'll come to Bobby's free kick in a minute but 
I thought the guy Scott Bitson doing the middle strode it. Uh, he, he really did. One of the things I really liked about it, you've heard me speaking about it before. I don't always watch the the ball, but one of the things that I really impressed with him is he was always tracking his man all the way back. And that man, if the ball was going to be coming to him, there was no danger because the guy had it shielded and covered. He's already there. Yeah, and I thought I thought young Marcus Oatley and right back had a good game as well. I mean, we're defence, Hammy, Ricky, what else can you say? They were they were on all cylinders. And we kind of needed to be, because one thing that Dundee did, and they showed us out straight away, if they get a chance to attack it, I mean, yeah. I didn't, I, I really didn't see where that goal came from. I know. He just mm-hmm. took it. Uh, so I think that was the only bit I would have said I was disappointed with, uh, because I couldn't see what happened. We seemed to tuck our eye off the bar a wee minute. Up at this end, we couldn't see it for doing it at the end there. Uh, but and then of course the free kick which, sorry what happened I have never some youngster called Bobby Lynn <laughs> uh, no I mean the, the free kick we saw him lining up uh, it's just a pity we had in the red other Cristiano Ronaldo quotes oh. before it like you know what I mean like I'm reading up the day got myself what does that come feel like <laughs> the closest he's got to Cristiano Ronaldo is his colour <laughs> But uh, he, he lined up for that free kick. Bobby, you'd as well tell us the rest. See, obviously, just touching on what you were saying beforehand, um, what what stuck out to me from Saturday was we went down after five minutes of goal. We went down one to one nil, and I felt um, the reaction then, even with the Cove game, sometimes you're deflated. You go one, it goes to two. But I felt Saturday we kept our composure as a team. We we kept the belief and. We continued to press on and, and obviously we get the goal. The goal kind of comes out of nothing, but I feel the goal, we deserved the goal regardless of when it was in the first half because we, we were pressing them and putting them under pressure and I felt that was more of what we're about playing here is getting it high, getting teams turned, making them uncomfortable um, and that beautiful wind just <laughs> right down the pits. And it's crazy how away teams don't know how to play with the wind. I thought second half they, they struggled they, they were I was speaking to Cammy during the game and the amount of players you speak to and they're like you know how to play in this one yeah. but like, how do you know how to play in it and, yeah. and the amount of players over the years that say that to you and you kind of just have to laugh because you always think like they're away to get wind and it's this, like oh we're going to get pummeled it. there's this big myth that you know how to play sort of thing but I think if you look at it we, we, we know how to utilise it but I felt we we usually go against the wind if you notice first yeah. half but we changed it up Saturday and I felt that it helped but I felt second half of the game did kind of fizzle out but um, we've just got to kick on from there see just on the free kick there'll mm-hmm. be a lot of young fans yeah. and, and and young people that play football yeah. um, from a technical point of view mm-hmm. with the wind whirling about like that yeah. what's what's going through your mind when you're trying because I mean right in the postage stamp on, mm-hmm. on that left I actually heard Dick say to Rab he's not shooting for there is he you know that, what I mean yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's, how are you lining that up what's going through your head it's, I've watched it back and at the time at the time we've got the wind behind us they're always saying to me it's something to do in training we always practice in training and I feel over the years if I can get a shot away I think if I could connect to it and I'm, I'm, I could, if I can get it on target I feel I can score free kicks or hitting a shot and I think that's been proven over the years but when I seen the wind behind our back on Saturday and we got the free kick the first thing I thought was I'm going to hit this and the, the funny thing is about it I've spoke to guys at training and that since Saturday 
And they were like, we were wondering if you were going to hit it or you were lining up to cross yeah. it. And now I've watched it back and you're looking at fans in the background and you think, wonder what they're thinking when I'm standing like that. And the commentators are arguing with each other saying, oh, I think he's going to hit this. And the other one's going, no, I think he's going to cross yeah. it. So I never thought that at the time. I'm thinking, I'm hitting this. Yeah. So it's interesting at the time when you're in the zone afterwards to see what people's thoughts were or where you were, the way you were lining it up. And I felt if I could connect to it and get it on target, I genuinely feel that I could score if I could get the right right amount of pace on it and See, when connection. See, tra- when you're tra- training, how many of them do you pop in? <laughs> Quite a few, like. Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few. Um, we'll let we'll that out. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> There's a I few goes even... over the fence as well. Uh, but... I didn't even go nuts when he scored. I, I, I genuinely was astounded. I went down the kind of went, Oh. Right. And, then, and then went I mean right. I, it was I saw it coming and I went oh, that's where the bar I think it was like slow motion and, and, I, and then it kind of it, it had a weird that like, comes out a weird bit and then it come up and as I was telling you earlier on I, I, I thought the, I thought the keeper didn't get a touch so I thought right. it was coming back out again mm-hmm. and, and you see it again and then you're kind of going is it going as a goal and the place where yeah, this time was gone yeah. that was good mm-hmm. it was Plus, it, it's good to hear the commentator stay so calm about it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty doesn't Scotty doesn't bring oh. the microphones though. He's <laughs> all right. I heard them from after scoring the free kick. He's running. I mean, looking. He's just running along the back of the stand. He's <laughs> doing a Mourinho. He's swearing, Bobby, fucking Bobby. <laughs> and kept it together. And, 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 and they awarded it to Jack Hamilton, so I wasn't too pleased with that one. So <laughs> keeping your toes, Bobby. Yeah. But no, I mean it was just a brilliant game, brilliant performance. Yeah. You, like, you played like a man possessed, to be fair. Um, and uh, I thought the atmosphere was great. It probably told more for the Dundee fans because they were doing a wee bit of booing at the back end. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of a lot of them, I mean, one of the good things about this league is you get to mix with other fans, maybe yeah. other the pubs and that. So, of course, the hospital was bouncing with the Dundee <laughs> boys. Must have been great. They came out of the 30s uh, and had a great, great chat with them. But, hi, they were not just raving about their team there. They are a wee bit of miffed. Uh, so, uh, listen, it's what it's fit by his, isn't it? One week you're, <laughs> one week you're brilliant, the next week you're. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a good team, so it's, you can't, you know. Yeah, that, it's good to see that fans, though, isn't it? Aye. I mean, much better. It, what an atmosphere it was. It wasn't a bad. I said it was three three, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't a bad. Three three, yeah. It wasn't a bad. I mean, like... they, they were uh, they had their little weekend. I saw that thing. We saw it. They've got a new ultra group or something. Yeah, things about. yeah they were booing <laughs> me. Yeah, I remember that. Aye, so <laughs> they, had, they had put that when I've arrived. You yeah. can, like you're in Torrey Molinas <laughs> or something. Like, Thinking for the world, like the Wardo Industrial Estate or something. <laughs> yeah. like, we've arrived. Well done, boys. And you come. <laughs> but you, uh, so you'll, you'll know half of them. <laughs> I do, I do, but but the young the younger team, I don't know many of them. Um, they all forgot about the goal I scored that kept them afloat back in two thousand and three. Yeah. So, but it's listen. Second half, I felt I I was getting booed from them, which was a first because I always seem to get a good reception. But I like a bit of that. That's a good sign, isn't it? Side that. up, must, certainly, must, that means definitely. You're well. And yeah. uh, I've spoke to a lot of people since the game, and nothing but good good reports in regards to the ground. The, the upgrades that they've done, they, everybody seems to love coming to Arbroath. They just seem to have that that effect in an away day. And I feel even the football, they were quite complimentary of us as a team as well, considering where we are. So, Tell you what, it showed enough. Even without gun and strike, 
and doing their damnedest to upset travel at the weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good there. I was reading about some boy two and a half hours it took him to get here on a bus. I'm not sure which bus he got on, like, but it's the matter, like, but getting no trains or nothing. I think Abdi did brilliant to get here for that. It's a brilliant crowd. crowd. Yeah. Well, hmm? there was one other game that this <coughs> also taking place. Nine goal thriller, remember? <coughs> that you've been largely responsible for organising as well. Oh, the, 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 the big man's I testimony. I, I could see you in your eyes there. You thought, where have we gone now? One game was a bit cryptic. I was at a six goal thriller on Tuesday night. Then you're on about a nine goal. Aye, aye. Bobby's testimonial game. What a day. I've never breathed so hard and let out so much relief at night time when Abdi turned up. It's that pulled out a good crowd as well. Oh, yeah. it was it was brilliant. Abdi kept saying, how much fight do you think you'll get for us? And I got a clue. And I got a clue. Uh, if I get 50, I'll be delighted. If I get 100, I'll be even more delighted. So to get 900, I can't remember, 926 paying guests, I think that's just shows what mm -hmm. it, shows mm -hmm. what the, the the thinker will be. Well, and bear in mind, there was an awful lot of folk who on holiday. Holidays were on on the back of the Cove game. It would have been ah, easy for yeah. boys to go. Oh, I'm not going to that, you yeah. know. But we got the weather on our side, which was mm -hmm. brilliant. Oh, well. was I woke up in the morning. I looked out the window. And I look back at the way I says, look at that weather out there. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So I'm going to be a spring in the step. But the sun always shines in Lynn now. It was a <laughs> uh, busy day. A uh, busy day, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I'll tell you what I did. What I did, like, meeting other old players and kind of select mm -hmm. players. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but what was it like for you, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> was it my birthday on Sunday. <laughs> I was wondering if I was ever going to get to talk about that way. <laughs> On you go, keep going. So anyway, that was, that was good to know. So anyway, back to you, Fernand. Let's let's see what Bobby was saying. <laughs> Spoiling my day now. Um, really emotional day. You get um, it was an emotional day. Um, it was good to have so many people part of it. It's something that you could plan for, but you have to wait to the day and see how you could execute it with who turns up and how the atmosphere becomes but I felt on a whole it was it was exceptional um, just just an amazing day the, to see the kids there's they've got a, a community feel with the club um, I've been I've been part of that I've been out doing the coaching and to see so many kids involved I was quite humbled by that um, there was a lot of kids from Dundee as well so there's a connection with the whole the whole day um, and then not to mention the players that came and it was a great effort from them all turning up as well to come in and I think a lot of families and fans got to see some old players. Absolutely. What's it like walking out that tunnel? It's almost like a guard of honour where everybody <laughs> thinks like that. How's, how's that it's make you feel? guard of honour ever. The kids, there was kids, there was players. Um, it it kind of happened so quick. It was, I could just remember Alan calling us out and I was out with the kids and feel sorry for my partner because I think it was 10 yards in front of her with the kids just walking out and she's running behind with the youngest so I, I did feel bad for that afterwards when I watched it back but um, again just just a great moment an emotional moment um, it's been 10 years and to get the reception I did um, it didn't matter to me how many turned up um, the people we spoke about that, that were wanted there and the people that's been involved were all there to see and I think uh, collectively it was a great day for everyone your missus will have seen a lot of different football and things like that, but she must have been hugely proud of the reception that you got and you know showing what it, you mean to, to, to the fans. I think, not just her, I think my family. I think my mum, my brother, my sister, my kids, um, even close friends were there. They they don't quite realise until they come through a bit like how 
manic it can be at yeah. times um, and I just felt like that day was just a total it was an emotional day for everyone all my family um, and it's one that I'll always remember I'll never forget that day um, I'm proud I'm proud of it and I thank Alan and everyone who helped with it um, and it's one that I'll live long in the memory we do give him pelters, but he did, he did, he did a Doesn't start brilliant. turn for you. Yeah. Not just you, but the whole committee, but obviously you're oh, yeah, being a big part like. of it. Mm -hmm. ah, it's, it's, uh, it took a bit of organising, to be fair. Uh, we, we got, there was a few folks, and I should have had a big team in for it, but we, we chatted with Bobby about it before, and we had, had the vision. It was very good to get, get Abdi back, uh, and, and it was really good. What I was amazed at is how well the, the other players, and a lot of them, Okay, the Kane old man, that, that was it. But they were so appreciative on the phone and what they were saying about Bobby and what they were doing and that. You can. Uh, it was just it was brilliant when I was when they are turned up on Sunday. It was good. I think uh, it's, some of them obviously don't have the legs and the pace on it anymore. But some of them, I mean, Paul Sheeran, I thought he was brilliant. You see that boy who passed it to Shaga. That was just unbelievable. Paul McManus. I announced him as that on the Sunday and all. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And she listens to us. I know we, we know that. <laughs> I'll look after you, Paul. She listened to me because she looked across and laughed. Uh, no, I mean, there was some, some great bars, and Gibby's goal was just out of this world, like you can. And Dylan Tate chipping over uh, oh. Rahab. Yeah. He's never let the line off. And I'll tell you another thing you've never seen a keeper work so hard to let somebody score a penalty. <laughs> 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 turned his back <laughs> I thought turn round and take it serious was it, was it a soft pen? I never seen it all I seen was him just throwing the ball at me saying you need to take uh, it and I was like I'm not, I'm not hitting the ball I'm not taking it but then I took it and you've got a good record of penalties yeah, 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 yeah I think I've missed seven in ten years <laughs> that I've rolled, so um, but it was nice to score the penalty. I don't. Th I think Gats really did try to save it um, if you watch it back right. yeah I think he put everything into it but I think I was calm and I just slotted it away nicely. You were something different. You were something else. Sorry. He was getting that grasping attention than Buddha. Joking apart, so brilliant, brilliant day for the testimonial. There's obviously been the other night, you know, we've had the night at the Apex in Carnoustie, which was brilliant. They've had the golf day, they've had the ladies' night. Is is that it now, or is there anything else planned still still to go? I think, to be fair. <laughs> no, discussed it with Bobby yet. Oh, right, okay. Committee ourselves has had a wee chat about it. We were kind of thinking that would probably be it, to be fair. Mainly, mainly, mainly for a, the main reason in this tough times, it's a job to get folk to come to things. Uh, and we've done a one thing that we have always said about the testimonial it had to be about Abdi, no, just about Bobby. And that, that was Bobby who did that. I mean, for for example, there's over 130 folk in that lineup, Guard of Honour. Yeah. I mean, as Bobby said, I can't remember the last time I saw that amount of folk at a, a Guard of Honour. Queen's funeral, mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, but but that was about it. So there was word of us maybe doing a, a kind of. So some people didn't get to the dinner when we were going to have an evening with. Oh, but that's yeah. something that we'll we'll maybe see about later on. There's near. Like with a no, karaoke night or something, you know. Because he likes to sing a song. Well, I but he'd hate to get some new material. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, there's plenty. There's plenty of material. I'm glad you said that because we're out. coming on to yeah. that later. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll, just, we'll just have to wait, wait and see that and play it with you. Uh, I, I would like to say it's been a pleasure doing his testimonial. Uh, but God, it's bloody hard work.
Uh, but uh, no, no, it's been a pleasure doing it, and, and I've learned a lot for it as well. Uh, and I've spoke to Bobby. To be fair, I was sitting on the sofa at night, and my wife was going, "Fuzz, are you speaking on me, Bobby? What are you speaking about me? <laughs> Just planning things." So I done kind of Bobby was the same with Carly, but I spoke to him quite a lot, yeah. and then phone calls through the day. I never realised that Benman didn't actually do that much through the day. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'll phone you in my break, Fellman. I said, I never bother. Two minutes later, he phones, and then still on the phone half an hour later. I said, How long you get for a break, Bobby? <laughs> Is this going out? Well, Dundee City Council see this. It's going to get worse, don't worry. It's going to get worse, don't worry. We need to come work on the film now. His next testimony will be a breeze. You'll be fine. Aye, no, but it's it's, it's been really good. I've learned a lot about it, about things and that as well. But now just me have been given so much help. I mean, my committee, uh, Colin, Carl, Vonnie, that other boy that I used to do the commentary with, Nelly was just mentioned his name too oh, much. Right, like, uh, but that other boy I did a commentary with, Nate Scottish Track and the other end. Yeah, I'm no doogie doing like that. No, the other one, aye. And then uh, Mark Gilmartin. Uh, and, and another thing, I done a kind of there listening, but there was uh, three coaches, Jake, Jake Harkston, I done kind of another boy's name, Jake, and the other boy, they help out with the, with the Bairns, because what a Bairns. There was on Sunday. Jamie, was that Jamie? No, there was My two, pal, Jamie, there was two yeah. Jamie's yeah. eyes, so yeah. they help out a fair bit as well. I mean, they brought a. I think they brought about 16 or 18 mm-hmm. kids doing as well oh, for right, Dundee. Okay. Uh, so, no, no, it's, it's it. So it's all done. So, uh, move on. Yeah, well done, that was great. We'll look back at some of the, the things over your yeah. career over the last 10 years anyway. Yeah. But just looking forward a wee bit, we've got the games coming up. We've got our, uh, our nights under the lights. Oh, I tell you, I love football. I think, Bobby, do you like playing under the floodlights? I think it's got that nice feel to it, playing under the lights. I'm looking forward to it. We've got one Friday and then Wednesday coming here. So, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Wednesday because it's Italian night. Are you up there, I've booked myself in there. Like <laughs> <Good man. laughs> but no, I, the, the games, I love football under the lights. I think it's there's something special about yeah, it. That's yeah, good. I remember as a bear, I'm going to walk to watch... Aberdeen, Bayern Munich, under the lights, and I'll beat you in. It was just fantastic. So we're all doing full bus and doing mm-hmm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, so I mean, again, that result against Dundee has helped it. Underperformance has helped fill that. So I think there could be quite a big crowd at Oakview on Friday night. Yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Well, and they've had a couple of poor results, uh, Queens Park recently, because they were. I thought they were decent the last time they were Start here. Well, to be yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're. They are struggling a wee bit, but. <laughs> we were struggling it's hard to say that's yeah. the thing regardless of where anybody is in the league it's that tight mm-hmm. you know. it's really tight it's really tight you look at I, I hear a lot of talk about Dundee especially from Saturday it seems to be doom and gloom they, right. they, they did get a point here I would say it's not the easiest place to come so I kind of felt getting a point sometimes can be a positive for a team coming here but they're only three points off top of the league um, yeah. that's how tight it is yeah. um, being from Dundee and, and reading the local papers and speaking to fans is a bit of discontent there, there seems, but the three points off the top of the league, so if it's been poor, you just got to look at the league table and there's always a chance the next week for a game, but th- that's them. For us, we've got to take confidence from Saturday going into Friday now, and I'm sure we will. And uh, again, it's the fans are a massive part of it. Coming into Gayfield and seeing the amount of fans there, and it doesn't go unnoticed, especially after the Cove game. Um, the support's there, so we really need to be knuckling down and 
putting the work in on the pitch. So I'm looking forward to Friday to be a big game. And it's a, it's a game that we could go and win as well. And it could really kickstart us if we do. Absolutely. And, and then two home, home games. Two home games. <laughs> well, three, yeah. Mm-hmm. So get a streak together. You're right up my table. Yeah. No problem. Absolutely. In the bling of an eye, you know. Because we're a far, far stronger team at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we tend to, I think Bobby said, mm-hmm. relax a wee bit and play yeah. fit, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, and and f- you, I, I bump on about it all the time. When we play football, there's nobody like us. Nobody like us. Keep a bond and deck and play sweet football. Okay. Absolutely. Wraith game as well. Another one under the lights. You've got yeah. your hospital. Hospital. Wraith I. The hospital Kev again. Is he there? Is he? I don't know. He's bound to be. He will be. You can't def- def- the difference between me and hospital Kev. I buy for my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need bundled into a taxi on the, on the way up the road at night. Oh, well, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've started taking my wife out for that now. Like, she, she can control Taxi driver? Or no, oh, no, 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 no. She gets, she gets my hand like. She knows how to bundle you in a taxi. <laughs> long, long time ago, when me and Rona and Nelang had met together, we, we'd been out in the country and I got absolutely bluttered. <laughs> so we got here, and I, I, I was still a big lad. and t- Basically, the taxi driver opened the door and... Rona says he literally just pushed me out, left my line in the in the ground, drove off. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of come to you out there. I tell you, this is why I decided that she was a woman for me. She's coming towards my way of duvet. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> so uh, I so we've got we've got the race game. I, I think it'll be a different game again, but uh, uh, I think it'll be tougher than than Queen's Park. But the boys, Bobby will explain more about that than than me for the type of games mm-hmm. that they've come up against but I, I think it'll be a tougher game What are your thoughts on the did, did the night time games become more difficult because the you know the if, uh, the nature of our team is a lot of the guys are working and things mm-hmm. like that through the day does mm-hmm. that make a huge difference? I think you could, you could see I think this season it doesn't really for me come into play you can say boys are working through the day and we play at night we've been in this league four years now um, we know kind of what's required of it. Um, some would say it is a disadvantage but if you ask players they would the players like the the night games under the lights they do um, but I do on the pitch and it's a different type of game um, I don't think we've had the pitch as zippy this season I felt Saturday had a bit of zip on it and I feel it definitely helps when you've got that in terms of tempo of the game and I feel uh, I almost saying he felt the Wraith game was tougher for, for me the next game for us is the toughest game um, definitely not looking beyond Queen's Park because of where we're at um, and that's we've just got to take care of that and then see where that takes us but one game at a time for us at the moment um, but in saying that it's an away game and if you can get a result as I said you've got three home games that could really give you a bit of confidence to kick on that's and you it. get the backing from the fans and they're the type of games that, that help you kick on and then you see the league and how tight it is um, you can get yourself back up the table again so it's so tight but looking at Friday not looking beyond that How easy is it for we've obviously had a lot of change in personnel mm-hmm. this season how is, easy is it to, to gel with there a lot of players went out a lot of new players coming in mm-hmm. so for all the new guys how, how easy is it for you guys to all yeah, sort of gel together and things like that as a part time club you don't get as much time with each that's other That's the thing you're training two nights a week um, we've had probably a turn, turnaround of two months players going and players coming in um, unfortunately when you're part time you need to work the time you've got yeah. on the training pitch and you're needing players to kind of switch on and buy into what you're doing and what others are doing and, and how we work 
so it's a collective effort but um, and a bit of responsibility on a player as well so it's taken a bit of time for players to, to kind of settle which is which is to be expected um, but we are putting the work in to try and make things work on the pitch and get everybody kind of on the same level to where we want to go to Is it part of your job as a senior head to sort of introduce these guys to the Arbroath way as well? Yeah is I would it, say Is that so just much. a natural thing that you do? I try and talk to some of them they just laugh at me <laughs> because sometimes I don't take myself too serious I think I've been probably quite um, straight back tonight and, and spoke sense tonight and being a bit more compared to what I usually am on but there's I'm time, there's a time yet but I try and talk to like Zaderi and Marcel especially and they just look at me and laugh and I'm like no I'm serious <laughs> I'm serious like, you need to listen you need to tuck in or you need to push up and and he's like, okay, Bobby, okay, okay. But um, I think even if that, if you try to help them that way, they, they respect you and it comes across that. But I think now more than ever, like the senior boys, myself, Ricky, Hammy, Tam, um, we all need to be helping the boys settle. Um, you've got the boys that are staying in our growth at the moment as well. So it's trying to keep, get them part of it, get them to buy into what we're doing and, and, and get them to relax and enjoy their football as well. Um, so... Just what you mentioned and Ricky, that's the one thing I want to say about the Dundee game and take nothing away from what Dan does, but I thought Ricky had a brilliant oh, captain's yeah. display. Yeah, and he was really vocal, stuff like that. It's the other thing that Rab was really quite vocal as well. There was a lot more direction and things like that coming from the dugout. I, I think you can see that with Ricky Little. Yeah, in every game, yeah, he's like that. I mean, there was remember there was that famous famous scene when he was caught in a microphone, mm -hmm. screaming screaming at that. You can, I can't remember the words. Or obviously, I'm not going to swear because there'll be children listening. But uh, you can, he's very vocal in that. <laughs> I've never sworn yet. He's vocal, and I think that's as Bobby's saying. That's why you're, you're relying on guys like Bobby, Ricky, Tam, to to bring these new lads in. Uh, and, and that's something that I like to watch in mm -hmm. football. I see them guiding it, and that again. I'm going to touch on that a wee bit so sometimes even I'm serious Bobby and we try and the voice of reason as I've been called now so there's me so feel up oh, here we go is this, a new, is this a new segment it's <laughs> no farmer's rants anyway yeah, the voice of reason like an aggregate on the t-shirt I am there's been a lot of chanter on the on the terraces about disagreements dressing room disagreements and mm -hmm. uh, would like you to clarify and, and give us your opinion of what you think dressing room agreements. There's obviously saying, oh, such and such is not happy, he's not happy and that again. But give us your opinion on how the dressing room is and let Abdi hear it through the horse's mouth. Well, I wouldn't say that there's any dressing room issues. I don't know where where that comes from. I think, look at Saturday. It was a spirited performance. We worked hard um, because you maybe don't win games and you maybe know at the level or maybe where you were last year I don't think you could just then point the finger at things and I think that's the way football is nowadays that it's easy to point the finger going through a period where we're struggling for a bit we're, we're human at the end of the day we were, we were low in confidence um, it's real you could be a victim of your own success you look how well we done last season you can't have it all your own way. Um, I've been relegated here. It's it's not a nice feeling. So to take that experience and try and help this time round will help others. Um, not just me. And again, like Sir Ricky, uh, the manager, Rab, everyone, everyone connected. Um, we've lost games. We've not played as well. But again, 
we know as players we've not been good enough but last season it was up there for a number for a number of reasons and for for most of the season it was up there again we've struggled to kind of replicate that but boys are out there trying and working hard and going to training every night and trying to make things right um, so I just you just call for a bit of patience from everyone from the fans and that we are working hard to put things right on the pitch but dressing room's fine you see that you see the way we celebrate Saturday um, even the boys on the bench I actually was told that the manager turned around to the new boys and says that's Bobby Lynn lads when I scored the free kick so I think when you when you hear that sort of thing it just kind of tells you where we're at do you know what I mean so right, it's just the nature of the beast if, yeah. if things are not going well mm-hmm. there's bound to be grumbling isn't mm-hmm. there in a way there is I mean just touching on for that the club actually did something on Friday night now we spoke about it yep. John on, yep. on Saturday night the club did something on Friday night now some people agree some people didn't uh, for me it's no what I would have done it's no what I like to be done but I understand why the club did it because they were hearing other grumblings as well about the players and again, the club is keen to let Abdi know that there isn't an issue in the dressing room so they issued it were injury list because you get, oh, Tom's no playing, oh, Tom's no playing because he doesn't want to play. Isn't he? But again, it was all that was going yeah, on in yeah, the terraces. Yeah, yeah. But then it comes out in black and white, Tom's no playing. I can't Tom was injured, but I'm no what. You, you can say what you like in the terraces. Yeah. Folks not going to believe me all the time. And and also, certainly, if, if I hear something at training, I'm certainly not going to be saying to somebody, oh, Tom's injured or Scottish Stewart's injured. Because before you can it, it's through wildfire. And then somebody's saying, why did you tell him that? Mm-hmm. So the club on about Falk was injured it gives a heads up to the other club but what it did do it certainly did stop a lot of the grumbling on Saturday you could hear them saying oh Tam's injured Scotty's injured there's no dramas mm. and we've just heard it for Bobby here that there's no dressing yeah. Yeah. so hopefully if Abdi's listening to this now mm-hmm. they'll go fine end of end of that because there is no drama well, it touches on last year as well. We were spoiling the fact that everything went our way. Yes, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and this year it's back to normality. Mm-hmm. There are injuries, there's suspensions. It's it's a tough game. It's always going to be difficult. Yeah, absolutely. It's always going to be difficult as players. Um, I'm sitting here talking just now, but I'm frustrated. Um, when you look at the league, you don't want to be there, especially after last season. Um, but that's the way football is, and it's about character, and it's about testing your mentality and your strength as a player and as a person. And I feel just now we are being tested. And uh, again, I could say as honestly that we're turning up to training, we're working hard, and we're trying to put it right in the pitch. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. Sometimes you don't yeah. get the rub of the green, and sometimes you can lack confidence. But games like Saturday, touching on that again. That's where it could turn for you, and you gain a bit of confidence. You, you get the draw. You probably should have won the game, but a much better performance, a good togetherness, and a, a good atmosphere from the fans. And then what you do is you've got a game the next week, luckily enough, and yeah. you've got a chance to go and get an R three points. What was that like in the dressing room after the Dundee game? Was there a buzz? There was a buzz. Yeah, there was a buzz. A buzz. Yeah, because. It's the week before, it was tough. We all need to go home to our families. We need to go to work on the Monday. We train the Monday night. You work Tuesday and you train Wednesday. As full-time players, you get the chance to put it right on the Monday. That's yeah. your profession. Yeah. So there's a lot that kind of comes in the way of that. So some long days on Mondays, if you lose, empty in bins. It could be a long, a long <laughs> day. That's, you know that's I mean? something a lot of folk possibly forget. 
Bobby and other boys, they've got their job on Monday, so they're getting ripped. They're not feeling great because they've been beat, they're getting ripped. They just can't wait to, to get to training, to put it right. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but th- there was a buzz from Saturday. We've, we've got a good session last night. We'll train again tomorrow and we'll look forward to Friday. Um, but th- th- there was a buzz, and I feel rightly so, because we earned a good point. I felt we worked hard, and you've seen there was a much better performance compared to previous. Yeah. Do, do you, for you as a player, if you're not feeling you've had a great game in it, who's your go-to man in the club if you're needing to chat to somebody? And everybody's got somebody they like to chat to. So, I mean, who's your, who's your like, mentor for one to a bit? Well, we Scottish tracking, surely. <laughs> <laughs> um, genuinely, don't really go to anyone. I, um, I use that kind of as motivation to myself. I'll go away, I'll analyse it. Um, probably... I've texted you a couple of times the next day, yeah. Um, and I'll look at myself and I'll either, as I say, I'll maybe go out for a run that Sunday, or I'll go to the gym, or sometimes I'll take a day off of it. And sometimes you need that day's recovery once you think about it to say, do you know what things are not that bad? You get back to training when it gets to Monday. It's a new week. That's the way I look at it now. Um, and you get the chance to go to training. And you get the chance to go again. But luckily enough to be able to do that. Um, but for me, if, if if there's been if I've not done as well or I've not played or not played as long, I just kind of look at myself and analyse what I can do better, how I can react and make a change to that situation, if that makes sense. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> That's pretty much. Uh, yeah, you boys are finishing there. He's like, well, no, no. We I'm, know you've got more. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fit Let me fit Here we go then, Bobby. When your fit going to finish, yes. RBLs looks at whether what I'll be coaching that, but you've got a job as a binman. Yeah. What are you seeing yourself in five years? Are you seeing yourself driving at Larry? Or what do you think you're going to be doing? Five years? I'll still be playing out there in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 42, I'll still be playing out there, I can assure you. I mean, it'll be walking football. <laughs> 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 it'll be a No, realistically, I'm, like, I'm so enthusiastic uh-huh. about football. I think that's evident. Um, I love this club. I love coming and playing on a match day. I love everything about it. I've had a great time here. Um, it'd be sad to kind of end that. So I want to get into the coaching side of things. That's something on a personal level uh-huh. that I want to do and see where I go with that. Um, whether that's here or elsewhere, like that remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Can't predict the future, but um, um, while I'm still able to play and fit enough to play, which I feel I am, I'll, I'll continue to play at the club for as long as they want me to stay at the club. But after that, I'd be looking to, to get into coaching. Okay, there um, we go. You mentioned fitness there. There was a lot made before uh, about you took up boxing. Yeah, you know, with, the, with the fitness and things. Like yeah. You still doing that? Still doing that. Yeah, um, but I feel. My job definitely helps in that. Um, today, for instance, it's 12 mile. Is it? Um, tomorrow, probably about around 10 to 12, and then we'll go training. And when I always talk about this, when Chris Hamilton was at the club last season and he was full time at Hearts, we used to chat about it. And you couldn't believe it what I would, that I was doing that and the age that I was at. But the body's the body and mind's funny at times because you do get used to it. Yeah. Um, and I guess that. There'll probably some days if, if you're feeling tired, it's easy to say, oh, I'm tired, training tonight, but 
reverse that and look forward to it I've not got long left playing so I feel since I've turned 30 I've really appreciated my football a lot more um, and that's definitely benefited towards it you've got to be driven to keep playing um, I was sore Sunday I've not played 82 minutes for a long time so <laughs> I felt my body on Sunday I must admit Do you look after yourself any differently now that you're at this stage of your career than at the early stage massively, whether that be recovery massively, or what you eat or Massively I've, I've learnt more about myself in terms of recovery um, eating even a week leading up to a game um, Kevin at the club the sports scientist he's he's um, I'm big with him I'm big on things with him I'm always bouncing things off him and, and for things to eat hydration recovery how I can benefit from that for my age um, and I feel I'm, I'm kind of on point with that now I'm quite attention to detail with eating and things I know this will probably sound boring to people but for me this is what helps me continue yeah, to yeah. play um, and the good thing is for me coming from Saturday again was in the last few years I've maybe not played as much and consistently in the team as, as previous but to be able to come in Saturday and play 82 minutes and have the effect I felt I did have and fitness and sharpness is still there I'm happy with that because then that the work that I'm doing away from football is definitely helping now you, now you started at Dundee like 20 years ago yeah. did you cross paths with that at old days the Galacticos that ブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックスのブラックス
and it's definitely um, something that it's a big regret of mine from when I was a young kid the way that I kind of went about my business for maybe three, four years at Dundee uh, I didn't give him a full whack so I think that's evident I've always been open about that so uh, so these Galacticos weren't a good influence then? I think I was no good influence on them <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking like now, looking back. Um, again, no, they, I was going to train every day with Fabrizio Ravinelli uh, at the side of me. Um, see, I thought they'd just be fitness and yeah. pasta and all that stuff. You yeah, hear about the, you did. You had guys like Barry Smith, um, Lee Wilkie. These guys used to put their arm around me. Just a bit. You just needed that at times. Um, they, they, they were there to help you. Um, but again, because maybe it happened so young sometimes I feel at that time you probably didn't know how to deal with it if that makes sense it just it just comes so quick um, and you kind of take your eye off the ball and that's certainly what happened so uh, that's how it meant so much Saturday listen I've got a, a massive affiliation for Dundee they gave me an opportunity in football I've got great memories I'm sure the fans do as well but the goal Saturday for me at 37 37 years of age to be able to score like that and to still be playing against Dundee where kind of things didn't quite work out yeah. um, gives us probably a bit of satisfaction and comfort that, well, you've kind of reacted and bounced back from that and you're still playing and look at you now where you're, where you're at. A few grey hairs now, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, hair, the hairdo back then was, was a way. <laughs> 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 Is there any sign of being starstruck at that age with some of these players or did you just see them as a... Another um, player to play Probably no, because we played Clyde away and big Fabrizio. I still speak to him on Instagram yeah. now, by the way, but I want to drop that into you. Uh, <laughs> and he, he's coming on next week. He scored, he scored, he's not told me, I'll need to check that. Uh, he scored a hat to get Clyde, and I could remember 17 years old jumping on his back in front of the crowd, showing, he's a I don't think it was starstruck with Big Fab, no, but um, and, and seriously, though, yeah, like he's. There were some big players there at that point. But the point. good guys like going out. Nacho Novo used stuff. to give his boots. Um, they used to go out with them. They all came me 18th the birthday. I still got the photos from it. Um, that's that's um, they, they, they were all there, and again, kind of shows the respect they had for me, and, and they looked out for me at that time. You were my debut. I can remember my debut and Jim Duffy. The, the strike force was we played a four-three-three, and he'd named. Ravenelli, Novo and Lynn and Sarah Caballero etc were on the bench and I'm just sitting there I, was, I just couldn't believe it like I could not believe it and uh, it's bizarre years at Dundee was it my debut Craig Burley got sent off after I think it was like 26 minutes and I seen the boards go up on 30 and it was me in front of the packed dens and I was giving up <laughs> and he just gives a wee rub on the head he says you'll play next week but just great memories to look back on um, to play with these players um, yeah I've got fond memories of my time there you take them to Fat Sam's? they took me to Fat Sam's a couple of Tuesday nights <laughs> that got me in trouble as well yeah. it's always a classic <laughs> Tuesday night Tuesday night pound of drink blue wicked Jamie Lanfield honestly but um, I was actually speaking to Scotty Allen about Fat Sam's last night too, and he was at United, so he knows Fat oh, Sam's right, well okay. as well. But um, no, good, good memories, um, good times. Speaking of good times, and one of the questions that we were speaking about earlier on, to be fair, it's farmers. Out <laughs> <laughs> of your career, yeah. Top five guys to go for a beer with, and why? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. 
Good question, that JB. Stolen. If I'm no number one, there's going to be a right And why? Well, Ricky Little, obviously. Um, why, obviously? Yeah, why? You keep this clean. Ricky, no, well, that, listen, could be, that could be enough. We've, we've been we've been together for ten years. I knew who Ricky was beforehand, um, but I became really close friends with Ricky. I've got a massive respect for him. Um, I was at his wedding not long ago, and he's just he's just a really nice guy, nice to be around. Um, a real leader on the pitch, but off a gentleman and uh, a guy I've got so much time for. And. Uh, he, he always, when I'm singing a song, he'll always kind of go, hey, hey, and get everybody going and that. He's the only one, like, so that's probably why. Aye, to, dr- to drown you out. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> mean, a nice touch, that's actually, your way. testimonial when you gave him the, yeah. the sign. Yeah. 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 And that was just a gift for me and my family to Ricky for the respect I've got for him. And uh, so he would be he would be one, yeah. He would definitely Number be one. Number two. At the table. Number two. Number two. Has to be Kenny G then, does it? <laughs> I actually got his number. I've got that framed in the house. Lynn thirty three. I got his number after he'd left, but he just misses out on this one. Um, probably Barry Smith. He's on the bench. Just for the, on the bench. <laughs> Barry Smith, just for the way he looked after us at Dundee. Um, he was always there every morning to make sure how you were and, and see how things things were going. And he would always pull you aside. And being such a young age, playing in, in that team at that time. He would always give you pointers and how you can do better and what you could work on. So I never actually had a beer with Barry. So let me see how that goes now. I'm a bit older now, where I could approach him and say, "Would you like to go for a beer?" Top five guys to go for a beer with. I've never had a beer with. That's Stuart's inquiry. We've got to go to Vaughan for that. Well, I just thought top five guys. Basically, we're looking for your dish and dirt and five mates. That's <laughs> essentially all we're looking for. <laughs> why you? Why you going with <laughs> The other one has got to be Martin Scott, uh, Jimmy. There's a John as well, believe it or not. Um, but that's when there is a drink in him. Um, what a crazy guy! What a crazy guy! Um, we were in Magaluf after winning the league. I mean, me and Ricky were sitting at our balcony. I would just hear this commotion down at the pool. <laughs> And there's just four guys, four English guys, and Jimmy's just walking about. He's got this sombrero hat on, shouting, John! He's, he keeps shouting, John. But this was, he had like a, he had a split personality when he was drunk, and this was, this was wild. Like, this was, one side, Jimmy would talk to John, John would talk back to Jimmy. This is, you need to see this. I need to get him drunk one night and come on and you would see <laughs> Bring both and, of them uh, in. <laughs> he, gets, he gets the ball for these four guys in the pool. He picks it up and leathers it right over the, the, the balconies, like right over the, the top of the, the hotel. And we're, we're standing watching, he's like, John, why did you do that, John? He's like, Jimmy, shut up, Jimmy. And these four boys are staring at him. And this went on for about a minute or two minutes. And me and Ricky, Ricky said, you're going to go there and grab him. So I had to go and grab him and the whole way back up, the head was at this side and the head was at this side. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, I've never seen anything like it. And, and to this day, he's, it's just stuck in my mind. And yeah, he, he's, if he's got the opportunity, go for a beer with him because... The last this last is two or three Absolutely. How many friends is that? This is exceptional. Um, so he's in there. 
Um, he can cover Barry as well then. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. So it's, yeah. that's three going um, in two. So number, number three, four, number four. Oh, number four. I'm trying to think here. Yeah. Generally, never thought it'd be this tough a question. I know. Eh? I think they just rattle them off. Um, Okay, we'll go on to something else and I'll come back with two. Is that all right? <laughs> well, we've got the quiz. Because flies, flies a lot. Ah, we've got, yeah, we've got the quiz. We've got a quiz right? for you. We've got is a quiz right? for you. We've got a true or false quiz. Right, okay. Right, it's dead easy. Right, okay. Nothing, nothing too bad, is it? Well, I never did get a question, so I'm never good. right. <laughs> I didn't get an agenda. They're all very sensible. You should get an answer. Yes. Okay. Right. So, question one. Yeah. Your highest scoring season at Gayfield was 23 goals. True or false? True. How many did you score in the league that year? Oh, that's a tricky one. 23. No, it was 21. Was it? And you got two, yeah, to make 23. Question two, so you got one right. JB has finished the Corona and the slice of lime is still inside the bottle. Should he put the bottle in the grey bin? True or false? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, read that out again. He's just just done me here. Go read that again. (laughs) Jamie's finished the corona and the slice of lime is still inside the bottle. Should he put the bottle in the grey bin? True or false? You need to read that again, man. It's a glass bin or the food bin. I go to my phone, Jonathan Smart. He'll get an answer There's glass and lime in it. Can I phone Jonathan? Is that what bin does that go in? Can I phone Jonathan for this one? Come on, Jeremy Clark. True or false? Grey bin, true or false? Four. A, a Corona <laughs> bottle with a glass of, with a slice of lime in it. Ooh. An Angus or in Dundee? Oh, 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 Angus. oh he's drunk you! Has to be Angus. Oh, I'm not sure the colours of bins. I would say green, no? Oh, oh right, green not for, fine. Green's for garden waste. Oh, that's garden waste. Just throw it in the green. <laughs> throw it in the <laughs> green. We'll do that. You get that one. Right, question three. Your mum is a bouncer for the hospitality events at Gayfield. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? Who wanted that question in there? Obviously <laughs> 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 that's true, as you would have seen last night. Yeah, that was brilliant. Oh, that's one of the highlights of my life. Oh, the, she gets a better chance than you get. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Lynn. Right, question four. Is it £45 for three hours parking outside Tanadice? True or false? Who was it that wanted to answer that question? <laughs> true. Oh, you keep looking at me. <laughs> true or false? £60 that's over a parking <laughs> fine. <laughs> is, is that true that you, you parked there and had to spend your window <laughs> spend your parking fine? I just scored the winning penalty against them. It was buzzing. Um, I'd come out the, <laughs> the stadium, went on to... Oh, I forget the street. Dundonald Street, is it? I go onto the street and there's a parking ticket. Yeah. Had to pay the fine parking ticket. Win bonus Me and two it. other boys, yeah. Omar and I think he Danny would, as well. He would have thrown it away, but he didn't get what bent. Question five. Yes. A Bobby Lennon tonic is the biggest selling drink at Gayfield Hospitality. True or false? Ah, oh, that's got to be true. Yeah, it's to be true, isn't it? It's got You've be got true. your own bottle Bobby of gin, Jim, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, going to be available that. in Tesco's? I hope so. I think about Tesco's, but I heard Morrison's was interested. Yeah. Oh, well, it'd be good. Yeah, nice. I can you hate to speak to Redcastle yeah. Gin Millions that made it has to be super, yeah. super strength to be, it was classy yeah. looking though it seems oh, to be big, but I spoke yeah. to the girl so it seems to be 
Is that right? Thirty seven. <laughs> I just need two. I just need two. <laughs> well done anyway. I think you got I think you got them all right. Well we'll go with that. I've got for one bonus question then. Mm-hmm. Is there any truth in the rumour that Dick Campbell has the Bobby Lynn chant as his ringtone? Oh that's true. <laughs> that's true. Because he seems to love it. Yeah. If it's near, it should be. <laughs> you heard you heard his interview this week, didn't oh, you? Oh, I've been sent it. I've been sent it all weekend, it's all Sunday night. Class. Um, you're, you're the first player to get a testimonial after seven years. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 38, 34, 42, I think it was. That was ages. But uh, listen, any game you come to, sing it as much as you can. Aye, Just sing, it, sing it as loud as you can <laughs> and as much as you can, playing or on the bench, and we'll see where we we'll go from it. Speaking of, speaking of singing, we always have this competition about mm-hmm. who the best chanter in the dressing room is. Yep. We know you're going to be up there. Mm-hmm. You've got some stiff competition this season so far. Is. We have one rule. You cannot sing your old favourite of Sweet Caroline. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing we, we, we don't want you to do because we've heard okay. the death. Because we've the heard past. that in it, yeah. Do you want me to sing something? Absolutely. I don't if you're happy. You might still be thinking about the other two boys that's coming on this night out with you, though. So if you, feel free which one you want to do first. Yeah, that or just go, I've only got three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think, yeah. I can't believe he's so long as This is incredible. No one's been put under this pressure by us in the past. I mean, what you need when you're an actor, you need a boy that can drink with you, a boy that can get you home from your food, an ugly in so that you swear with a woman and he does not. A lassie through it, Let me think, yeah. Somebody with money. He's Let's struggling see. more than Shane Logan shorts wearing at the Cove game. Oh, dear. Are they in there in Oh, right? absolutely. They were hideous. Um, what can we go? So I can't sing Sweet Caroline, so... We'll just fill in a wee bit of here. We'll just like the test card. Do, 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 okay. do. So. I could stay awake Just to hear you breathing I could stay lost in this moment Forever, when every moment spent with you is a moment I treasure forever and ever. And I, I don't want to close my eyes, I don't want to fall asleep. I still miss you, babe, and I don't want to miss a thing. He's up there, he's up there. I got better than Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Better than Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I don't know why you yeah. get to the old one. <laughs> oh, no bad chance. Is that, is that right? Well done, Bobby. Oh, yeah. I think he goes to number one in the charts. Well, I think so. Did Derry sing a song? Derry sang a song, some little soul number thing. What was it? Bruno Mars or something, was it? It wasn't a Bruno Mars. We'd never heard it before. No, he's no, too no, young no, for us. Yeah, I think he sang one member down the air. sitting outside DeVito Street singing. I think he did say something. He sang his initiation song at air, but nobody really. Nobody really. And Daniel, what did he do? Bill Withers? It was a Bill Withers song, wasn't it? Fosu, Fosu been on. Ah, I thought it was on, mate. How was his chanting, all right? He's a good singer, right? Not as good as you, though. He rattled his five names up there, by the way. Oh, Barry never never sang. Oh, aye. Barry didn't sing like, no, no. Barry Sellers was on, he didn't sing. He never sung. You know, listen to this, like. Why was Barry no singing? Well, the biggest question is, how did you know Ken Barry was on? I didn't know Barry was on. I didn't know Barry was on. He'll send you the link every week. We we get the youngsters on, then we get you. (laughs) I'll tell you if I went on now after listening to the night. 
I'm wanting Kevin Mill on. I want to see if he can come up with a diet for me that's reasonably able for me to follow. I just don't eat. <laughs> Have you got a plan B? It's pretty much it. <laughs> it's pretty much it, like. <laughs> Listen, it's been a tremendous yeah. season for you so far. You've had, I mean, f- forget the Dundee goal. You've had some screamers this mm-hmm. this season. It's, I don't want to call it an Indian summer. That feels a bit disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But you've, you've you've scored some absolute belters. You've came on here and been a belter. I'm delighted that you've been here. I've got nothing left to ask, Fermer. I don't have nothing left. Jimmy. I only want to know the next two guys he's drinking with. I've kind of bypassed that. <laughs> I, don't think he's, I don't think he's got. I apologise. It would have been. Would have been so easy if he just got Fermer. I, I, I can't believe I'm not invited. <laughs> <laughs> That's what right, I want you to move it on. You've done the hard work now. He doesn't need you now. <laughs> He cares how much I can drink, so he's feeling it to buy. Good evening, your baby sympathies up. Lobby Lynn, thank you very thank much you indeed. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. Right, folks, we'll see you on Saturday.